Welcome to Teaching and Learning with Dr. Amy and Dr. Joy, a podcast supported by Governor State University's Center for Community Media. I am Dr. Amy Viaclia, Director of Educator Preparation. And I am Dr. Joy Patterson, Chief Diversity Officer. In our podcast, we talk about a range of topics such as historical and cultural identities, community engagement, restorative justice, collaboration, and leadership. We aspire to elevate the profession through conversations with classroom teachers, school support personnel, administrators, parents, and students. Our podcast addresses issues through the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion, along with takeaways for us to grow as educators. And of course, as learners. So let's get into it. Hello, Dr. Amy. How are you today? I am always excited to have a conversation with you, and I'm excited about the student guest we're going to have. It's always exciting to talk to students, right? Their perspective is totally different, so I think I learn a lot. I know I learn a lot when I talk to students, but I do have a question before we get into this topic about your college experience. My college experience, I would say, is very different than my children's college experience. When I went to college, for me, I think it was all about completion, unfortunately, and not about the experience. And so I was very much into just, let's get the task done. Let's just get the work done. I wasn't trying to make college and experience. But when I look at someone like my daughter, she went to a small private university and she became the big fish in a little pond. She was actually president of student senate and she was a young student and she had a college experience. And as a result of that, she has lifelong friends from her college experience. And she takes a lot of those leadership skills from working with Student Senate with her in the workplace today. What was it like for you when you were in college? I think I tried to have the college experience, but I don't know that I really took out of it the meaning that your daughter did. And to have those lifelong friends, I was in different mentorship organizations. I was an RA for a few years, but I wonder if having an experience in the field I wanted to be in or a club in maybe the department would have been more beneficial because it could have propelled me and made networking a little bit easier. I kind of did both, like the completion and tried to have that college experience, but without the meaning and without the real good foundation for it. Yeah, I think it's really important. So we're going to learn something from our guests today. I do think that that college experience is very important, especially in terms of belonging and persistence and completion. And I'm looking forward to learning the lesson from our guest today. Let me introduce Marquise Parks, who is the 2022-23 Student Senate President of Governor State University. 
and a junior studying theater and performance studies with a minor in business administration. Marquise has the duty to his friends, family, peers, and colleagues to make a difference and make them proud. And I want to talk more about that today. He is inspired by John Quincy Adams, who stated, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. I love that so much. Welcome to our podcast, Marquise Parks. Hello, everyone. How are you? We're great. How are you today? I'm so excited to be finally talking to you. Dr. Amy and I, we were just sharing some moments about our college experience. And for me, I really just had the, you know, the grunt work of it, you know, just get it done and get out. And that was for a number of reasons. But, you know, I missed the whole college experience and I saw it through my daughter and I see it through you. You know, if I leave my office, I'm going to run into Marquis Park. And I'm seeing that college experience through you, something that I totally miss. So if you could start off by just sharing more about yourself and your journey from being a college student to a peer, to you know, a student advocate, and now you're a student leader. So if you could just share some information about that journey. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I am a junior here at Governor State University studying theater and performance studies. Um, and for me, it has definitely been a roller coaster of a journey to get to where I am. Coming from starting at Governor State in spring of 2020, I started right before the pandemic. So right there starts a challenge of discovering who I want to be with that limitation of I can't be here. Um, so how do I kind of do this work? Even though I can't physically be here, um, I had to make a presence virtually. And I think that's where some of my mentors here at Governor State have kind of like taught me that, you know, regardless of whatever setbacks are put in front of you, there is ways to still demonstrate adversity. And that's what I've been doing. Um, so I've been involved with so many different organizations, clubs, initiatives, things like that. So I think kind of taking a step back to understand where I want to be who I currently am and, you know, how I could kind of share this experience with others has been like my main goal and purpose of being like the student leader that I would say that I am today. I wanted you to talk more about some of the most meaningful experiences you have had and you've been involved with. You mentioned a little bit about mentorship. Maybe yeah. say more. Yeah, so um, at my first semester here, um, I was introduced to a program called New Student Programs. And who are the new student programs? Um, these are the very first students that all freshmen, graduate transfer students that are just starting Governor State, these are the first students that they come, in, come into contact with. And for me, I had personal mentors from my experience that kind of got me to want to do that type of work because I believe in a first impression being a lasting impression. So for me, I was able to kind of get some of that mentorship from my mentors and gear to some of, some of my mentees now, which now have started their own clubs, have you know created their own initiatives here, who have went on to even graduate a bit early, starting their doctorate programs or their master's program. So it's kind of been an amazing experience to actually watch others grow 
and me to be along with them to grow. Yeah, that's just a piece of the mentorship um, opportunities that I've seen. I also was a part of um, what's called the Male Success Initiative. So I started that my first semester here. And um, it was just a group of males that, you know, come together and kind of talk about what are some pressing issues that we can overcome together, right? What are some workshops that we can possibly offer to other students, not just the male students or not just a, a, a certain demographic, but what are some points of opportunity for us? So I've kind of been using that through my entire experience so far. So I'm really proud to say, you know, I, I've been involved quite a lot here at Governor State University. Um, and I've been using my experiences kind of to create a pathway for our future students. Yeah, you're trying, you're also creating a great portfolio for yourself too. <laughs> so this is, this is amazing. I want to preference this next question really for our listeners. Like, who takes away information from today's conversation? So I think our high, graduating high school students, right? There's something to take away from this. And then we have our college students who sometimes feel like they don't belong. And because you're at a commuter, primarily a commuter institution, we have students that walk in, take classes like I did, and then rush back home or rush to a job. And then we have our faculty and administration. And for me, I'm learning a lot. So, you know, for me, it's really picking your brain of how we can do better, how we can better serve our students. So, I mean, there's something in here in this conversation for everyone, you know. So my next question is about you being the student Senate president. I mean, that's just such an honor and the respect that you have from the other students. And I've seen that respect. Like, why are you involved at such a level, this leadership role, you know, what inspired you to lead at that kind of level? And if you could first explain what is Student Senate and what does it mean for you to have that role? Yeah, definitely. I think this has been like the biggest question of my GSU career, kind of like what is Senate? Why a leadership role? And of that, why president, right? First of all, Senate, Student Senate is an organization of students that want to be advocates towards students' concerns and needs. And that's exactly what our work is. It's gearing towards how do we address these concerns? How do we understand the ideas that students have and implement them in, in order to create a better collegiate experience for our students? So that's definitely what we do. And that's how we kind of attack, you know, our years of work. Why did I choose Senate? So I've been in a part of student government my since eighth grade. So I, I, I kind of have understood student leadership at different capacities. So coming into it in more of in the collegiate level, it's been very different because you have to understand your population. We are a non-traditional um, school, but we are moving to more of that traditional setting. Our students, we do have those students that, you know, they're already kind of established in their lives. They have nine to five jobs, they have children, um, they, they have other things that they're involved with. So it can be a little hard for them to want to get involved. But then you have our students that, you know, they're starting their lives just now. They are just now leaving high school. They still are looking for direction. And I believe I'm one of those that can lend that direction, you know. I know where I was when I first started my journey. I started at a different institution and then just life happened. So I'm where I am today for a reason. For me, Student Senate is kind of like have been my calling. So when I first came here, I said, you know, my goal, I want to be Student Senate president one day. Not knowing I was going to actually do it, but I said, I'm going to set that goal. 
And that's what I did. I set that goal. And I, I'm so proud to have a, a group of students that are kind of like taking lead in their own aspect, but under my leadership, you know, it's actually inspiring to keep going and to do more and to get more students involved in this type of work. You mentioned eighth grade. So when did you start putting yourself out there in, in challenging systems and taking on leadership roles? Help us understand how you might have approached bumps along the way. So, or were there? Yeah, so definitely. Um, I've grown up within leadership. So my dad is actually a pastor and has been for almost 30 years. My mom is a community leader. So like leadership is kind of in my blood, if that makes sense. Um, so I think for me, it's kind of not being complacent with being unhappy. I think that's where a lot of our issues come in, especially with our students. We're not always happy. And even at a younger like age for me, like I didn't always know my capabilities of power um, just by using my voice, just by me and some of my friends or some of my classmates understanding like we have a say so in our experience, even at a middle school, high school level. And I think some of the mentors that I had then, our advisors, they really pushed us to understand what that looked like. And I, we took that. We took that and we created a challenge that I will say has been very successful. Why? Because they've created students such as myself. I have friends that are in other institutions that are doing some of the same work, you know, in their level and making their imprint. So, I mean, it's been just very inspiring. It's kind of gotten me to go to where I want to be even 10 years down the line from now. So I, I'm just happy that I was able to start at such a young age because it helped me develop as a person to become this student leader. I want to say and tag on to what Dr. Joy was saying about the potential audience for this podcast being your high schoolers, your college age and the faculty. But I want to also point out we have middle and high school teachers who can tap into what you experienced from your mentors. So. What was it they said that helped you understand that you had a voice, that you had some of that power, even as a middle schooler or high schooler? So um, I'm kind of telling on myself here a bit. I I am very opinionated. I um, <laughs> I really, I don't just go for anything. If I feel something's wrong, I love to challenge it. And that's, that's something my mom has always taught me. Don't do it with her necessarily. But if you feel that it's as if you have a chance to kind of understand something on a different level or try to challenge someone because you feel like there's opportunity there, then take that. Um, so even with some of my, my mentors, they would say, like, here's X and here's Y and I'll create Z. But I would say, no, I don't like X. And I think Y could look a little different. So then we can create a new Z. So I think it's <laughs> not allowing everyone to just tell you what to do, but kind of take what they say and create your own path. Um, you, you know what? I can see you being a PK. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something there. And I think if we were interviewing your mother today, <laughs> she could pinpoint where she first saw that leadership in you and that leader in you. I want to talk more about this and what you envision the role of student senate because it's such a vital role in shaping the institution and addressing some issues. So I would be remiss if I did not mention 
Tyree Nichols today and the brutal killing, the senseless killing by five Memphis police officers. And that is a human issue, you know, that is an issue of humanity. But then it is it's really hurtful when you see this young black man and you being a young black man yourself, that that affects us in so many ways. And then we have to ask ourselves in our own environment, well, what are we doing here at this institution? What do we need to do? What can we do more? You know, how can we bring people together? Because I don't know how you all are feeling, but it put me in a sense of mourning this entire weekend. I was so disgusted and so hurt. Can't even imagine what his family is feeling. So I wanna go back to the question about what you envision as the student's role, because I think you all have a powerful voice. How do you envision shaping the institution and addressing student issues, especially serious issues such as safety? Yeah, um, so this past week, we just hosted our very first town hall meeting um, that we've had since, I wanna say maybe 2015 or so. And I think what that's doing, that's creating an avenue for students to not be so reluctant to talk about the issues that they feel may either never be addressed, even if they are addressed, won't change, or they may not even understand that is it, that it is an issue and that it affects them directly. So I think the idea that we are so connected with our administration, faculty and staff as a, as a unit for Student Senate, I think that is something very different than we may have been used to because we haven't had a consistent Senate in a couple of years actually. And the pandemic really has changed so much of the dynamics here in Governor State. So I do think that the step that the Student Senate now is taking where we're hearing students on a more micro and macro level, we're able to address some of these issues that Governor State may not have ever known was an issue. Um, you know, so those things that we that that are implemented, they may not be relevant anymore. They may be outdated and may need to be renewed, things like that. So I believe it just creates so much more opportunity for the students, not even just on just the Senate like level, but just as a regular student coming to school, you know, going to their classes and then leaving, like you have so much more power. And you know, just you being a student to speak on those issues. And as the Senate, now you've given us work that we need to be doing and work that we can pass down for years to come. So I'm privy to know that you've been meeting with the president. Yes. So, I mean, and that's amazing in itself. You know, I'll say that again, you get to meet with the president of the university and this is a medium-sized university. This is not a small university. So we won't tell anyone, Marquis, but can you just give us some insight on what these conversations are like with the president? We won't tell anyone. That's okay, because I'm going <laughs> to tell it for you. <laughs> I believe that Dr. Green, there's, there's certain type of leaders that you have in your life. And I think Dr. Green is one of the best kind you can have. Why? Because she's very honest. She is very transparent and she really wants to know what's going on. And that's what she does. She allots time for all the, all the Senate um, presidents. So from faculty Senate to civil service Senate to student Senate 
She, she allows us all our individualized time to express those concerns on the greatest level we can here at this institution, right? She actually wants to know. She gives follow-up questions and follow-up emails. Hey, what's going on with this? I know we talked about this initiative. How far along have you gotten with it? Have you gotten a response from this individual, this department? And I think that follow-up is what really pushes our agendas because if you don't have that follow-up, it's kind of like you're on your own, just go out and do it, you know, see if you can find results. But she genuinely cares. And I think it's from a from an administrative standpoint, because it's not even just the president. I meet with provosts. I meet with um, the VP of um, marketing and communications, Will Davis. I meet with the VP, Paul McGinnis. So I get a chance to meet with almost all of administration. And then you all come together and then, you know, you come up with these solutions that, wow, students didn't even think we were going to get. Right. So I think it's empowering its own to know that I have that space. I actually have a meeting coming up soon with one of our administrators. But uh, we have that space to go ahead and talk about these concerns. And they most definitely help address those concerns and they follow up. So I think that's was that's the power behind that. How might GSU be uniquely positioned to respond to the needs and the wants of students? And perhaps uh, you might compare GSU to your previous college experience or or not. Yeah. Um, so I actually came from a PWI, 94% PWI, um, and they call it 6% of it. So, you know, coming from that to a MSI, minority serving, it's been a very different and very much of a culture shock for me um, to kind of understand our university, but to have more of a connection to it. You know, I think now I'm so much more connected to what we have here. International students, you know, they're coming in and we're just growing and we're growing. And I think every year we tend to grow more towards serving more of a cultural and diverse population of students. So I think it becomes easier now because not only am I doing this work for the students, but I'm also doing it for myself because I fall in this category. You know, I am a first generation college student. You know, I am um, understanding how to maneuver this thing called life. So I think having that opportunity of these different types of students come in, it really has given me a sense of belonging for myself. Um, and I think a lot of other students can contest to that and say that it really has helped us feel like this is where we need to be. Yeah, that you said something there, a sense of belonging. That is so key in student retention and persistence. You know, you hear uh, lots of speeches say, look to your right, look to your left, you know, and most of those people won't be walking across the stage with you four years later. But belonging is key in student persistence and completion. So I'm really happy that you mentioned that. So I want to talk about some of your achievements just for a bit. You took a trip to Washington, D.C. Can you briefly explain the purpose of that trip and how you plan to use that experience at GSU? So how is that going to catapult you to something you want to do? I got selected by recommendation of President Green um, to go to the White House and visit with our vice president, um, Madam Kamala Harris. We had the opportunity to basically discuss with students from across the nation reproductive rights. So it was at first geared towards the more of the female reproductive rights, but where they opened it up to people's reproductive rights because everyone is affected ultimately. So having that opportunity to kind of discuss 
our feelings behind it, how our communities are affected by it. We were able to create coalition movements. So we have a group, I'm in actually now a group called Advocates for Youth. Um, so what they do, they focus on reproductive rights, Planned Parenthood, things like that. So we're able to kind of understand the culture throughout the nation and be advocates for our communities um, within that. And we still keep in contact and we have some initiatives that may be coming up pretty soon. So keep an eye and ear out for those as something may be here at Governor State as far as what our community can do. Um, but what I think that does is it gives our students a chance to kind of be with me in a sense of we're not just at a, a governor's state level, we're at a national level of making change and pushing agenda for, it could be our, our counties, it could be for the state of Illinois, it could be for just the country. So I think that's what that did for me. It, it really put us in a different bracket of significance when it comes to um, talking about some of those problems that we discussed at the White House itself. Um, and I actually have students here that are be more than willing to do that type of work. So I will say that was an experience of a lifetime. And I would I didn't regret one second of being there. I learned so much and I got to meet so many different type of people and kind of hear their standpoint as far as like what's going on. So just wow. Just wow. I feel like we have only really scratched the surface of what you what your uh, but the student senate, what the goals and initiatives of this university can look like, because you're on the driving force of making great things happen. But before we end, I want to just kind of pick your brain a little bit more about advice you might have for the younger students, like the high school students who are who want to become leaders, but they don't know where to start or how to go about this? And maybe even, what would you say to their teachers? I say that is very powerful. Why? Because I was that student. I was the student that was so reluctant to say something. You know, I, I grew up one way, but I wasn't always this way. You know, I had to grow into who I am for me, especially as a student, say you're coming straight from high school, you don't know you know, what to expect. They can give you these courses and, you know, you can take workshops and you can watch TV. You can do so many things to try to get an idea of what your experience is going to be. But it isn't until you put yourself in some of the most uncomfortable situations you've ever been in to really realize who you are, because why? You're going to act on uncomfortability. And that's what I've been doing. I actually ran for office in high school for my student government. I lost twice. I lost my junior year as the secretary and I lost my senior year as president. And, you know, I didn't let that stop me because why? There's clearly a reason why to get voted for. So I had to do research on, you know, what does a, a, a leader for especially your peers look like? What does it entail? Um, and for me, I think I had to like re- repurpose myself and kind of my work to understand what I need to do. Do I want to do this just for the name? Like, yeah, you're a student leader. Or do I want to do this because I genuinely have the, I have the ability to understand what people need and I actually can push these agendas. Um, and for me, that's what has helped me to understand, like, this is where I want to go. I have been a part of mentoring programs. Um, there was a mentoring program in high school that I was a part of. Um, and then moving on to more the collegiate level, I, I'm looking towards Greek life. I know we're getting that here at Governor State. So 
there's so many different programs that I was exposed to that helped me to understand if this is even what I want to do. I think a lot of times people want to do it, but they just don't know that they want to or they don't know how to, like you said. So you A, can't go into it alone. You have to be open-minded to possibilities and you just have to help. Um, once you get those three, I think that you should be pretty much set, even if you don't know yet. It's okay to not know, but just at least have the openness to accept help, accept mentorship, and kind of accept yourself not taking on too much, because I think there are some times where we can do that. Um, I think you should be all set. Yeah. You know, Marky, I just want to commend you on your leadership, your leadership style. You know, leadership, true leadership is collaborative is not combative. And you have definitely shown how collaboration has worked and it has benefited the students here at Governor State University. I mean, I've seen you even walk into the vice president of finances. (laughs) So we forgot about that, the CFO. So people are in a position where they want to help. You know, they want to see student engagement. They want to see students be involved. They want to see students be happy here at Governor State University. So they definitely selected the right person to lead that charge. Uh, We fully support you. We're so happy that you are able to take a little bit of your busy time because I know you're also a student worker. You're in some student clubs. I mean, it just doesn't end at Student Senate. You are a full-time student, you're student-centered, you're a student worker, you're in some other activities. Your name just comes up all over the place. And I just want to kudos to you for all that you do and know that we are here to support you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, and our listeners will appreciate all the advice and the narrative that you were able to provide and the insights into mentorship and how to become a student leader. So I very much have enjoyed our conversation today. And please remember the little people 10 years from now, Marky. (laughs) (laughs) I can't forget. (laughs) Okay, thank you so very much. I want to thank you both for having me and I hope I was able to be an asset for someone else. Thank you for listening to Teaching and Learning with Dr. Amy and Dr. Joy. Visit our website at www.govst.edu slash teaching and learning podcast to see the show notes from today's episode. We appreciate Governor State University's Center for Community Media for hosting our podcast and the work behind the scenes to make publishing possible. Stay tuned for more episodes of Teaching and Learning with Dr. Amy and Dr. Joy.